welcome to Leader Flow, hydration for thirsty leaders, a preeminent source of curated world-class leadership resources that will enable you to grow your influence and multiply your impact. Alex Sapala and Steve Kane are experienced leaders in both the profit and non-profit sectors, giving them a unique vantage point which enables them to deliver multi-dimensional leadership principles and practices to help maximize your leadership flow. Let's join the conversation. Hey, buddy. Good to see you again. Good to see you too, Alex. Mate, um, you know, I've been constantly thinking about the whole term about narrative and how narrative really sends us in directions and produces results. We know that human beings really crave consistency and routine because some of us, we find one of our needs met in that. That need for security comes from those routines. How do you sit in that from a leadership point of view? How does routine and consistency and those sorts of things sit for you? I think one of the things that I've discovered, particularly more in recent years than any time before, is that the narrative that you tell yourself helps frame how you approach everything. Hmm. So your thoughts and your views and your values are then influencing the way that you're acting. And if you're intentional about your habits and your routines and you understand why you're doing them, it's incredible. You know, we long to be true to ourselves and to act in a way that's consistent with what we believe in and what we value. We want to live and work authentically. And this search for consistency and routine is, it's hardwired in us. Mm. Psychologists often refer to human beings as meaning-making machines. Yep. So there are things that are happening and then we apply the meaning to those things with the way that we're thinking in our brains. Exactly. Yeah, that's so true. And our brain, can, it creates consistency, doesn't it? Because it, it sort of knits together all of our internal experiences and what we observe in our environment through an automatic process of narration that explains why we and others do what we do. It's a beautiful piece of kit. Exactly. And, you know, we often repeat the resulting stories to ourselves, often subconsciously or unconsciously, they become the scripts and routines that guide our daily actions. It's just like a movie playing over and over in our minds. Yeah. And often you hear people using that expression. And if we don't recognize our stories for what they actually are, a building block or a stepping stone, we may quickly mistakenly take them on as truths as the way things are. For example... I'm not very smart. And people have built a story around why they got an F mark in maths or English perhaps. But I know many people who failed on tests, but in life, hugely successful, while other people took that story and said, you know what, I'm, I'm not good at this. I'm not very smart. Mm. And they couldn't see any area of their life where they were outstanding performers. Exactly. They told themselves a story, they lived it and believed it, and they lived a failed life when it all along, they had what they needed, mm. their God-given potential and their skill sets, and yet they didn't lean into that and didn't see that story. But they chose to listen to the narrative that someone else told them that they, were, they weren't smart, that they were stupid. Exactly. Right. You know, in my leadership development and coaching business that we have and that you and I share together, you know, we've encountered many limiting stories in our clients that shape the way that they think and lead such as everything is always a battle around here 
or that's the way we've always done it or better still we are the best. We don't need to improve. If you, you know what, what I'm saying, Alex? What a great old chestnut that is, you know. For better or for worse, I know the one thing that the stories that we tell ourselves about a situation or a circumstance can shape what we notice and how we interpret it. Oh, yeah. The stories really do shape our decision-making and our behavior. I've used that sort of narrative in the past. Before. Oh, you know, that's the way I did it, you know, 15 years ago. Mm. But now I tell myself, that's the way I did it 15 years ago, but that doesn't make it right for today. Exactly. I mean, why would How else can I improve it, right? There's there's a lot's happened in the past 15 years. And if you're doing exactly the same thing, maybe it's um, themes on a principle, but you still, I imagine, mainly you have to do things slightly differently to match the circumstances around us. And it's not only the circumstance around us that changes, we change as well. Mm. And so the way we see things changes with it. And it's important that we don't hold that same story because that that stops us from changing, doesn't it? So That really freaks me out when I hear people say, you know, this is how we've always done it mm. and i'm going right yep. or you just have to take me as you find me that's it and, and when i hear that i'm just going oh no Goodness what am me. i dealing with bring here? a hammer <laughs> <laughs> that's it you need to smash out of the mold one well, no, one thing you know if you see your workplace as a, or a business as a battlefield mm. subconsciously you're going to expect hostility and i recall that time even when i was doing hands-on in security and those sorts of things you knew that certain nights it was a battlefield and you were ready. You were you were primed and everyone right. was ready for that sort of stuff, especially when it was full moon season. Yeah. <laughs> but you prepare to attack or defend. Mm. And these are the sorts of things that, that you prepare for subconsciously and everything that comes towards you, it's like the old saying that says, you know, if the only tool you've got is a hammer, then everything you see is a nail. Exactly. <laughs> like you just want to hammer it. Whatever your filter is, your story, right? your interpretation of meaning, if you've got that filter out there, then everything you see and look through is going to be coloured by that filter. Exactly. It's going to be sized by that by filter. By that filter. Yep, yeah, that's right. So you prepare to attack and defend and like any battlefield, casualties are inevitable. Yeah. You may even misinterpret people's intentions and overlook opportunities to collaborate with others. Yep. All because your story about your workplace is a battlefield. So how you come, how you show up mm. has a real significant difference in how you're interpreting yep. what's going to happen in your day. Yeah, absolutely. Once we realize, I think that our behavior stems from the stories we tell ourselves we can then become more capable of writing better stories to which we can live a better life. If you're constantly telling yourself that you're, you know, I'm struggling and my life's struggling and business is struggling and everything's struggling, then I guess you're going to live in a struggle. You really do bring into existence, you're almost creating a vision for your future by continuing to repeat the narrative in your head. So if your narrative is one of struggle, then your future is going to be filled with struggle. I think the exciting part of this is you mentioned about the narrative. You can't change how your story started, but you can rewrite how it's going to finish. That's right. And that rewriting or restructuring our stories to help us move in the direction we want to go, this is a process of choice and intentionality. It doesn't just happen. If it was easy, everyone would be doing it. But it takes effort to rewrite the story. That's right. And to restructure how you're approaching things. But boy, man, the outcomes can be totally out of this world. But, you know, in that there's a challenge because it's really difficult to know that you're actually in a story unless someone points it out to you. 
you need someone. Someone comes alongside you. Someone is trusted to say, do you realise that everything you keep saying it always seems to be pointing back to this one narrative, one story that you keep telling yourself? And unless someone can point it out to you, you really don't know. We become a product of the story we tell ourselves and then we live into that story constantly. Right? So someone's got to tell you, hey, do you know there's more for you? There, you can do something different. You don't have to be always thinking that way. I think it's great, isn't it, if we can have close personal friends that yep. can help point some of that out to us. Mm. But if we take time to have a look at how we're behaving, how we're thinking and the stories that we tell ourselves. So what stories am I telling myself about who I am and, and how I present? Then you've got a chance to have a greater sense of awareness and then think, you know, is there part of my story I need to rewrite? Because mm, it may not be the whole story, just part of it. That's right. What's the next chapter look like? You don't have to look at all the way to the end, just what's the next chapter. So so really, any person can sort of develop this skill. Is that what you're saying, Steve? Yeah, absolutely. You know, if you have a defined process with assistance from a skilled coach or mentor, by learning to recognize the stories they live by individually and collectively as a team, if you're in an organization, for example, examining their effects and refining them to emphasize empowering elements mm. rather than those that disempower. disempower you and i have seen through our coaching the massive change that happens in people's lives yep. by asking searching questions that they really have to dig down and think and re-looking at their story and their beliefs that yep. they're holding that are often they're holding them but they're also it's what's holding them back and it's one of those areas that is just so rewarding for people when they're engaged in. So any person can begin to develop the skill, which is fabulous. So the reward of doing so, I imagine, would include a sense of real humanity and consistency and a bit of freedom too, because when you're in that same story, if you keep telling yourself the same thing, you're going to get the same result. Exactly. So if you want to change the results you're currently getting, perhaps begin by changing the story you tell yourself and others. And I've got to say, Alex, some people have been handed scripts. Mm, by others. By others. Mm. Here, you're this, you're that. That's right. And they thrust that into you and you grabbed onto it with both hands because you felt like it was pushed onto you. And then you look at that script and then when something happens in your everyday life that confirms it, you go, oh, they were right. But sometimes... They were wrong. They were totally wrong. Yeah. And it's actually put a lid on your life and it's ruined a number of things for you. But the good news is you can rewrite the story. Absolutely. God's got far more for you. He's got more for you, man. That paintbrush is, is going to be painting you in bright, vivid colors. Tell yourself a story. Change your story. Change your life. Change your outcomes. That's all it takes. And I thank you for raising that with us and talking with us today, Steve. Thanks for listening to the Leader Flow Podcast. If you found our content valuable, you can subscribe and give us a five-star review so others can benefit from the content too. All our episodes and other valuable Leader Flow information can be found on our website, leaderflow.com.au.